0: Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years. From paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and i found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Welcome back, everybody. It's good to be with you. Um, I've spent the last few weeks just uh, reconnecting with friends, reconnecting with family, going to some conferences that you know, I happen to love to go to every year. Uh, and as I have been talking uh, to educators at these conferences uh, and you know, going through my own life with things, I was thinking about change. And I was thinking about the different ways we approach change. And I will say for myself, oftentimes, what is the case for me when change happens is I get uncomfortable, right? I start thinking about sometimes worst case scenario, like what could happen? What could be um, the result of this? This could be awful, And I've really had to change my brain over the last several years using, you know, those ABCs that we've talked about over the last few weeks and really be aware of where my mind wants to go to. And I know we've talked before about that kind of primitive brain that wants to keep us safe and so is going to give you lots and lots of reasons why you shouldn't move, right? (laughs) It's going to have you just really avoiding those feelings of being uncomfortable and avoiding anything that might feel unsafe to our brain. And part of that is, you know, just not making any changes, right? Because change means I'm going to have to do something differently, and there's uncertainty there. And uncertainty uh, also leads to uncomfortable feelings, which leads our brain to go into that fight, flight, or freeze, which then many times has people stuck. And the best times in my life were when I leaned into that uncomfortableness, and I said to myself, yeah, this is super uncomfortable, and I'm just going to see where it goes. And I've done things like that when I've made the changes, right? Whether it's been learning a new practice in my classroom that is totally different from the way that I taught before. Um, and it had me feeling very uncomfortable and very unsure and almost had me feeling like I really didn't know what I was doing anymore, because this particular strategy that I was taught, I had already been teaching for, I don't know, seven, eight years. And so I was in my groove. I knew what I was doing. I was a good teacher. And now suddenly I have to change my practice, right? A new strategy came in. We had the training on it. The expectation was we were going to use it. And at first there was a lot of uncomfortableness. There was a lot of resistance. There was a lot of thoughts about my ability to be able to do this well. And I will say uh, kind of my go-to intention, if you will, is mastery. Like I like to master things. I like to be the master of anything I take on. So ergo, when I have change or I have to make a change, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to feel uncertain. Uh, But what I have found is when I lean in, I make growth that I would never have made otherwise. Even though I was a good teacher, I became a really good teacher. The outcomes my students started achieving once I changed my practice were phenomenal. And I carried that even before, so even going into education was a change for me. I had been in banking for ten years, so education was not my first career. I was ten years in the financial world uh, as you know a higher up. I was not, you know, I started as a teller, but I I was a manager. Uh, and um, sorry, bankers hated every minute of it. Uh, so th- that change I had to make for my own um, self worth and self esteem and confidence and moving towards something I really, really wanted to do. But that was a change, right? I didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, I think I'm going to quit the bank and become a teacher. That is not at all how it happened. As a matter of fact, I didn't become a teacher until probably, well, I became, I started working for the school district about five years after I quit banking, right? It didn't happen right away. There were some things that I had to do. There were some changes I had to make. There was some decisions that I had to make with my husband as a family. But the, the point is, is I leaned into it. And I could have just been in a job I hated forever, Right? Now now we all know I could have also changed my mindset around that job, right? Uh, but I didn't want to, because I had always been drawn to education. Um, even in high school, I wanted to be a teacher. And there were just some circumstances in my life um, that didn't allow me to pursue that, and I ended up in banking. So anyway, my point is, when we have changes that are occurring, we have to make the decision whether we're going to avoid those ch- changes and avoid the feeling of being uncomfortable? Or are we going to lean in? Are we going to become aware of the things that our brain is offering as reasons not to do it? Are we going to try to break down those barriers and figure out, okay, so how can I make this change in a way that is more comfortable for myself? And then what are the new habits that I have to create. So that's C, creating new habits. What do I need to do differently to be more accepting of this change? Because here's what I'll tell you is discomfort is not the problem, (laughs) right? Feeling discomfort is not a problem. We feel discomfort many, many times, right? I mean, just simple things like, oh my gosh, it's 100 degrees outside. That's uncomfortable, (laughs) Uh, We sit with discomfort. So discomfort isn't the problem. The problem is we are avoiding a transition. And when we avoid that transition, we have that uncertainty, we have that fear, and what that stalls in us is an ability to grow. And when we are aware of that feeling and uncomfortableness, and we really address it as to what is it really that's making me feel uncomfortable about this? Even when I look at a change in leadership, you know, we've all been through buildings that have had changes in leadership before. So, what was uncomfortable about that? Again, it was the uncertainty. You know, what will that mean for me? What will that mean I might have to do differently? Or, God forbid, what might they think differently about me than my previous administrator did? Right? And I have to tell you, teachers, that doesn't go away when you become an administrator either. It doesn't. We don't become different people when we become administrators. I'm, I know that's hard to believe, but we really don't. Uh, our teacher brains are still in there. Uh, we just are looking from a different level, right? We're looking through a different lens. We're just adding a lens. But I can speak for myself. I know this is true of the administrators I work with as well, because we've had these conversations, is we all still love teaching. We all still love students what we really wanna do now is support those of you that are working directly with students. So anyway, that was kind of a rabbit trail, but that came back to uncertainty and change, right? I had to make a change when I decided to leave the classroom and that did come with a lot of thoughts, a lot of what ifs, a lot of, ooh, you know, teaching super comfortable, been doing it a really long time don't know that I want to do anything different. What if I don't like it? What if people don't like me? What if I'm not good at it? But what I had to do is lean into that and say, okay, so what if, let's answer those questions. Like, what if I'm not good at it? Okay, so then I have two choices. I can choose to get better at it, or I could always go back to the classroom. There's like, there's not a door shut there for me, right? If I decide that that wasn't what my true calling was, I could go back to what I knew I loved and was really good at, which was teaching in the classroom, right? So that kind of squashed that, that thought about, ooh, what if you can't do it, right? It's like, okay, so I've solved that. That's no longer a problem. Well, what if people don't like me? Well, you know what? People don't like me now. People didn't like me as a teacher. <laughs> people didn't like me as, as a bank supervisor, right? There will always be people that don't like me. And you know what? I don't care because they're not my people. That's okay. I don't like everybody, right? I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. There are people we don't like, and that's okay. They're not our people. So I was able then to kind of squash that idea. So then it was, you know, what, what's the change in my family dynamics, Okay, so that would be a change. Talked to my husband around around those changes. He agreed this was a great move. And then I moved forward. That one decision to leave the classroom started an incredible amount of growth in my professional life than I ever would have had had I not made the decision to move forward. So that's really my point in today's conversation, is really that change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. It's what we choose to make it mean. It's what we choose to think about it. It's whether we choose to lean into it or avoid it that is going to determine the next path that we're on in life. And I will tell you, there have been changes that have happened that weren't ideal changes. And so I had to do something different. That's okay. I still learned something from that experience. I still grew from that experience. So now, every time a change comes up, and there are some changes in my life right now, starting this podcast, right? Starting this podcast, I had all the thoughts. (laughs) This was a change, right? But our podcast now, we've been doing for months together. I have many of you that are following me and I'm so appreciative of you. My assumption is because you keep coming back every week, some of this is resonating for you as it resonated for me. So again, change is inevitable. We get to decide what we think about it, we get to decide what we make it mean, and we get to decide whether to avoid feeling uncomfortable or leaning into that change and discovering what might be tremendous growth in your life. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I always enjoy our time together. I appreciate each and every one of you more than you know. I hope if you are still in summer mode, you're enjoying thoroughly these last few weeks before you come back to the new school year. If you're already back, because I know some of you are, I wish you a happy and joyful beginning to the school year. And just be aware, use those ABCs. Think about the thoughts that you're thinking, call them out. When your brain offers you some questions, answer them. Take care. And I'll talk to you again next week. And if you want to know more about how to work with me, don't forget to visit that website, www.thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. And hit follow on this website. And then hit follow on this podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. Take care.